I'm jazz artist Bretina, and I love listening to The Alvin Galloway Show every Sunday, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. on RadioPhoenix.org for conversation, information, music, and culture. So stay tuned as you tune in for an intellectual tune-up on The Alvin Galloway Show. How do we see our lives? Is it everything we All right, welcome to The Alvin Galloway Show here on RadioPhoenix.org in the basement of the Phoenix Center for the Arts. And on this show, we have the one and only... Miss Alexis Rowan, who is the Queen General Drill Sergeant, and she's multi-talented uh, producer, writer, uh, go dot, 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 down, down the line. So we'll be back with her, and we're going to talk about Christmas being blue, and it's okay not to be okay. So stay tuned to the Alvin Galloway Show, and we're going to listen to a little bit of Otis. <laughs> One and only Otis Redding, Merry Christmas Baby. 
And uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Miss Alexis. How are you? Merry Christmas. Okay, I look. I, I was about to mess Otis' uh, song up. I had requested that one. I was about to jack it all up. Go jack Brother it up. Galloway, yeah. it's a good day. How it's, are you? I'm good. I'm good. Anytime you're in my presence, I'm good. Oh. Uh, it's a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day indeed. And, you know, um, when I ran into you at the coffee shop, because <laughs> uh, she's been out of the, out of the state for how long were you? A couple, uh, like two and a half years. Two now. and a half years. Yeah, yeah. So I go to this coffee shop. Well, actually, I I came to the radio station, um, and some some reason no, I, actually I was going to take my car to the shop, mm. and they were booked up. So I said, well, let me go give me a cup of coffee and do a little reading before I go to the radio station because I haven't been to the coffee shop in about mm, a couple months or so. Mm. And uh, I'm sitting there, and the next thing I know, this lady is kind of <laughs> staring at me, walking up. I'm like, is that? And then she takes something because she had a mask, mask on. on. Yep. And then I'm like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I snuck up on you. You snuck up yeah. on me. I tell you, that's that's good stuff. Good stuff. And mm-hmm. then uh, find out you were in town for a few events, and then yeah, you know, yeah, I preached yeah. at City Square on uh, that Sunday morning, and then uh, hosted Jesus Jazz and Dessert Wine, the Blue Christmas yes. uh, event at City Square. Yes. Tell so, tell yeah. tell about the message because it was a good message. I thought I had recorded it. And I, See, I, I'm gonna need you to do better. I'm gonna need I you to do better. No, <laughs> I have a phone. I think I'm recording, and, and then I, I go to the listen to it. Like, mm. where's that? Where's that? <laughs> no. So I, I, so I was actually in town um, for several things. I had mm-hmm. a, a spiritual retreat uh, out at um, like the, the retreat center in Carefree. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a group of us from around the country actually who gathered up there. We'd been a part of this cohort, uh, this creative faith innovators fellowship called Seeds Project Fellowship. And so mm-hmm. uh, we completed our one year fellowship and it, it, you know, it all culminated into this, this, um, this event, um, the, this, uh, the spiritual retreat. And, um, I knew that I was going to be in Phoenix, and you know, of course, this is my former home. Mm-hmm. And I contacted the pastor and told her, like, "Hey, like, I would love to host a live edition of of Jesus Jazz and Dessert Wine, like, do a Blue Christmas event." And she said, "Okay, as long as you preach as well." And Man. so I had been meditating on this text from um, Ezekiel. Um, it's the it's the, the Ezekiel chapter two through like verse uh, through chapter three verses fifteen. And it was all about his call, like his, it's Ezekiel's call story. Mm-hmm. And what was fascinating to me about the call story was that, you know, God is saying, okay, look, everybody is hard-headed and obstinate, uh, and so are you, but I have made you that way. Mm-hmm. I have made your head as hard as any, like as all, like you, you are the most hard-headed one. <laughs> and that's because that's what I did. Right. Now, I did that because you got work to do. Now, here's the work that you're going to do. And so I loved that for all of the ways that people try to say, God wants you gentle and kind, or like just kind of wants this homogenous experience. What God intends is for us to totally be who we are, because who we are is um, equipped, like we are equipped for the call. Right. And so I talked right. about, uh, like, I, we, we spend a lot of time talking about our nouns and our pronouns, mm-hmm. but like, what's your verb? Mm, like, what, so who are you acting it? on? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What you acting on? Yeah. Mm. What you doing? Right. What you about? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What you acting on? Mm-hmm. And uh, whoever you are, 
as a person, as your identity, it's very much connected to what you're supposed to be doing. And so I shouldn't look like you. You shouldn't look like this person. Like we should look like the um, the experiences that God has gifted us to have yeah. for us to go and to show up in the world and to do what we need to do. Right. Because yeah. we can't be a, like robots uh, Absolutely marching not. in the same step and everything. We can't. And that's exactly yeah. what, you know, what I call empire, you know, what mm. the, the, the context wants us all to be just homogenous, wants us all to be the same, wants mm. us to be afraid, wants us to, you know, they just want to control all of these movements. Right. But when you know who you are, and more importantly, when you know what you're supposed to be doing, yeah, you know, key. Yeah. that's key. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm still trying to figure it out uh, who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, what's some so moments I'll be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, one of your favorite stories mm. that you tell uh, when, based on your experience is the one that we uh, that that we produced for um, hashtag the bounce back. Oh, the Grand Canyon. And when you, the Grand Canyon, because like, you know, you start off as like, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. I've admired this guy, you know, who does these adventures all over the world. And like he and I make a point to like just do a Grand Canyon adventure before he goes off to China, wherever you like, whatever was his next trip. Right. And mm-hmm. like, so you're spiritually intuitive, you're sensitive, you're a photographer. And all of that goes to hell as Good. soon as y'all get <laughs> <laughs> We're about ready to kill each other. <laughs> we get lost. <laughs> Y'all about to die and kill each other. <laughs> like, oh, Lord, have mercy. But the fact that, like, it started off is that, you know, you admiring him right. for mm-hmm. his, like, you know, spiritual, you know, risk taking. And um, you join him on this journey, and both of y'all almost. <laughs> <laughs> we both almost of y'all almost got up dead. <laughs> Uh, and it was a spiritual journey. It was, exactly. But, you know, and what I love about that story mm-hmm. is that, you know, we try to act like spiritual journeys are, are nice and, right, and easy right. and neat. But I think that that story is the absolute epitome of what, you know, it looks like to do life on life's terms mm-hmm. and to not have the nice, easy, comfortable you know, sort of like, okay, I have written it this way, and therefore it's going to happen this way. Right. You know, y'all have written it completely <laughs> differently, Different, right. completely differently. Definitely. And when you thought that you weren't going to make it, even even that scene where you're like, okay, we we out of water, we come across this water, we don't know if this water is poisonous you're or not. Right. Yeah. So we just say, okay, we're going to pray over the water. And <laughs> <laughs> we we either going to die from drinking it. But we're definitely going to die if we don't drink it. <laughs> so there's some guarantees. In that is what life looks mm-hmm. like. That's why mm-hmm. I love that story. Right. I absolutely right. love it. Yeah. I, oh, I tell you, 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 you were great in uh, assisting me with that, that, that story. Um, and uh, and gone on to other stories, too. Of yeah. course you. I yeah. told you. It was like, yes. <laughs> we all have a ton of stories that we need mm-hmm. to be telling. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we... You know, um, people of faith, people of color, when we don't get out there and tell our stories mm. and other people get out there and try to tell them and they get it all wrong. Right. And right. Uh, and then we start to say, OK, well, that story that they tell and I don't look like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because right. they ain't telling our story like we have to be the ones out there letting, you know, folk know who we are, where we've been, how we experience the world right. and how everything works out, even when you lose your water. And you're about to cut your, you know, <laughs> your traveling part. <laughs> you thought y'all was gonna be praying. Y'all had y'all's Bibles, oh, y'all's journals. Oh, man. You had was, your camera equipment. Was ready. I was gonna be the great photographer of the Grand Canyon. I think I took two pictures. 
I was ready to throw the camera and everything over the cliff. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> oh know, my something. good life, <laughs> life. That's what that's, life looks like. Yes, yeah, yes, it yeah, is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Because you know, it's. And, and like you say, you 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 look for life to be the smooth, mm. easy road, right? Right. It, and when you get those uh, those potholes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, going up a mountain or down a mountain, mm-hmm. uh, those challenges come and you got to rebound from them. You have you to. Know? You yeah, have to. Yeah. And we have to tell people about the you know mm. what it what it's like when we rebound from them. Right. So that they you know because sometimes you can feel like I'm like I'm, I'm like this is never going to be different or better right yeah. and uh so you need to have people who are like no 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 i mm-hmm. remember when you know xyz happened to yeah. me and you know it, it works out you know i, I like uh <laughs> i can't remember was it was it your sermon or in the blue christmas part when you talked about your 12 year um you said how you oh my 12 year love project <laughs> yeah, terminated yeah. my <laughs> <laughs> Terminated my twelve year love project. No, that was Blue Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I was so happy to have you at both the, the preaching, you know, uh, that my, my sermon that Sunday morning in mm-hmm. and, and uh, Jesus Jazz and Dessert Wine Blue Christmas on that Sunday evening. Great. Yeah, so Jesus Jazz and Dessert Wine is the uh, adult is the faith and adult storytelling series that I I live stream mm-hmm. on YouTube every week. Um, we're, we're wrapping up. Um, this the series about to go on like christmas high like you know hiatus for your christmas mm-hmm. and the new year but um you know faith um we explore the presence or the perceived absence of god in our live reality and we do this exploration through um adult storytelling and you know like i said by by adult storytelling i mean stories that are told by adults not, you know, not the other two adults <laughs> four people to develop adult context right. and uh and i have to introduce it that way because um a lot of times when people think of storytelling they think of like the stories that you tell your seven-year-old and then when you say adult storytelling they think it's like it's x-rated so it's like no 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 it's not x-rated it's just stories that are told by adults to adults for people with a developed adult context Seven-year-olds have their store time, and now so do adults. Right. You're right. welcome. So yeah. it's like you know, just uh, just a space for us to to have um, genuine conversation about all of the ways that life just gets tricky, and uh, what it looks like on the you know on the other side of that. And so when I talked about the the terminating the twelve-year love project, that was me introducing the whole concept of Blue Christmas. The very first time I'd ever heard of Blue Christmas is it was after I had. Um, just well i you know i call it terminating the 12-year love project but it basically means i was uh about to pursue divorce i had term you know my, my marriage was done mm-hmm. and uh you know I'm, <laughs> then i'm in seminary <laughs> <laughs> and i'm surrounded by people who are like jesus in the holidays and merry christmas and all of that and i wasn't feeling none, none of that, of that. <laughs> and um but i i, I say tw- uh, terminated 12-year love project as a way of um, also letting people know that, you know, um, life on life's terms happens and, you know, and we don't all the time get to, um, you know, people are all the time trying to decide that, oh, my God, this is so horrible. And it was pretty bad. But I'm like, listen, I gambled on love um, and I did not win what I thought I was going to get. And mm-hmm. so, you know, but I, I, I got a lot more. Right, I got, right. you know, I did get some things. And one of the gifts of that was um, when I was in such, you know, I was just so 
sad. Um, and I'm surrounded by people in seminary training for leadership and ministry. And they're like, it's Jesus' birthday and the Christmas carols. And, and it just grated on my nerves. Mm. And then a sister friend told me about um, a blue Christmas event that was being hosted at this church like 30 miles from campus. Mm -hmm. And so when I got there, it was a creative, you know, um, it was a creative experience. It was like liturgical dance. There was poetry. There was music. There was uh, storytelling. And um, and their their bottom line premise was, listen, this is not the most wonderful time of year for everyone. Right. You know, some people are just blue during the season, and that is okay. They're blue for various losses. People who've lost loved ones. You've lost relationships. You've lost a job. There were some people who were there that night who lost pets mm -hmm. or folks who've lost hope. Mm -hmm. um, lots of, you know, losses. And so it, it seems unfair for us to be forced, you know, into mm -hmm. merriment when, like, we are just not okay. Right. And so it was so beautiful to have that space provided for us to just say, hey, listen, we get that for everyone. This is not the most wonderful time of year. And so even though uh, by the grace of God, I'm healed, I'm well, all is, you know, all is wonderful. And uh, and I am, you know, I celebrate. But I also remember that this is not the best time of year for everyone. And so right. remembering what it was like for me when someone hosted that space for me when I was blue every year. Yeah, because, you know, that pressure is put on you know, oh, by yeah. society to, you know, okay, you got right. to be happy. Right. This, is, right. this, this is how yeah. it's going to be. And that is so yeah. unfortunate mm -hmm. because, like, you know, real life happens and a lot of it is not good. And right. I think that we need to have a space where we can tell the truth about those spaces that aren't good and for those spaces to be safe. So the one thing that I also loved about my first Blue Christmas event that I attended, and then even the one that I just curated uh, here in Phoenix. The the motive is not for us to like, oh, just keep you in your sadness. Mm. It is to simply make room right. to say in this space, it is okay for you to feel whatever you're going to feel. And, uh, and for you to decide like what, at what point do you enter into hope? Uh, you name your loss and then you name your hope. The exercise that I did at Blue Christmas um, after my uh, my minister of flavor and musical vibe, Lynette Barber, she came Ooh, down from awesome. Raleigh. She's yes, awesome. so right. she gave us some Nina Simone. She mm. gave us some Billie Holiday, and then she gave us some Diane Reeves. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then with my story, it was like, okay, everyone, now you have this bag with the rocks and the the little uh, votive candle, and it was like the rocks represent things that you want to hold on to, but it also could represent something you want to let go. Right. And so the exercise was to hey, listen. Whatever it is you want to hold on to, like keep that rock and let that rock represent that. But whatever it is that you want to let go of, name it, name it. bring it to this table, lay it down there, name it. I'm letting this go. And then you leave it there as a marker. And so just these tactile, you know, exercises and experiences are really spiritually intuitive and cathartic and they do more than we know. You know, I think it's great that because a lot of people don't know how to release right. that feeling that they have yeah. and, and that process of healing. Yes. And yeah. so that, that that gives them that step yeah. um, exactly. of putting it forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's something deeply spiritual and um, powerful that happens when we name the thing and then we let it go. Mm-hmm. The, mm -hmm. some, some more, more, more is happening than we know. And, so, and I trust the mystery 
of how all of that um, you know works out. I just want to facilitate the space and the opportunity for us to get that in. So that you know that's me um, practicing fidelity to look to my verb. <laughs> that, right. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, this is the Alvin Galloway Show, and I'm with uh, Miss Alexis Rowan, and we'll be back with her in a minute. Uh, Radio Phoenix is financially supported by Westside Blues and Jazz, Northeast, yeah, Northeast corner of 59th Avenue and Bell Road in Glendale. Performers include Big Pete Pearson, Beth Lederman, The Sugar Thieves, and Charles Lewis. Westsideblues.com, also on Facebook, hashtag. Westside Jazz and Blues.
Welcome back to the Alvin Gallery Show. And that was So Holiday from the Sounds of Blackness here on RadioPhoenix.org and with the amazing Miss Alexis Rowan. And that, that's a nice, uh, is that a necklace? Yeah, it's, call it's, a, a necklace? it's called a Stephanie, uh, it's, I'm sorry, it's called a, a statement necklace. And a it's actually statement. designed by... Uh, a local sister here in Phoenix. Oh, really? Yeah, I ordered it from her uh, website. It's um, uh, Ebony, uh, Ebony Cleopatra. Uh, I think that's her. Oh. Uh, that's her moniker on uh, on Instagram. Okay. And yeah. I saw uh, another sister wearing a piece, and I was like, "Sis, I need to know who is your stylist. Like, talk to me." And so she <laughs> sent me Ebony Cleopatra's info, and. Um, I was like, sis, where your website at? Like, I style me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you had a nice one on the other day, too. Oh, um, uh, yes, that's right, yeah, for the sermon. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That yeah. was also Ebony Cleopatra. Wow. That was the other one. Wow. So I ordered two. Mm, yeah, yeah, that sister's mm-hmm. like, she's, she is mad talented. Yeah, yeah that's super wonderful. talented. That's wonderful. What, what, is it, what was your most memorable Christmas as a kid mm. or, or, or. oh man um I believe it was the same I believe it was the same um same Christmas event I remember that you know I'm young you know my mother is single everything you know like she was the one who had to make everything mm. you know special for us and I was aware very early on of you know how like we just didn't have a lot but she always tried to make everything so nice and my brother and i in turn we always wanted to like how can we like do something for mama now we ain't got no money like she didn't give us an allowance that we could save up or whatever Mm -hmm. and so um uh there was a uh it was on like a uh it was the the oral roberts uh they used to to have a a program Mm -hmm. and (laughs) they used to tell you like if you want this free a uh, cross pin, little cross gold pendant. Mm-hmm. Like, please call, you know, this number. And so my brother Mike and I, we called that number, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Yeah, we want a cross pin." And so when it came in the mail, we wrapped it up and we gave that to mom, mm-hmm. you know, as a gift. And um, she would give us like the Sears catalog, and we would go through the Sears catalog, Sears Robux catalog, and mm-hmm. pick out like what we wanted. I really wanted a stereo system mm-hmm. that year. And so Mike and I gave her this little cross pin that we got from free from the Oral Roberts ministry. Like, good looking out, Oral Roberts. I appreciate you. (laughs) Thank y'all for that gold jewelry. Gave it to my mama for Christmas. Uh, But she gave uh, me the the stereo and um, Sugar Hill uh, album and uh, Sequence Girls album. And uh, like, yeah, that that was my most memorable. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I feel selfish now. Why? Because <laughs> you ain't give your mama them nothing. You ain't give- <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I used to get. I used oh to, my, my, my stuff was perfume. Because uh, my, my mom is, my mom's birthday is on, well, Christmas 25th. My mom's dad's anniversary was 29th. My mom's birthday is on the 30th. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, oh, you know, all, all my gifts were like, all, all right in there. one <laughs> that I was giving. I was like, okay, this perfume is gonna have to last for those three hours. <laughs> Mama, this for all of them. This for all of them. <laughs> yeah, that was I, you know so interesting how um, when you don't have a lot, you just kind of try to figure out mm-hmm. like I don't have a lot, but I love this person a lot. Right. What right. do I do? Right. You Absolutely. know, you figure Absolutely. it out. Yeah. So how? 
how did you become so spiritual? So, oh man, yeah, that was that. okay. So here's what's so here's oh that's such an interesting question. Growing up in what I, and I've and I've done a little research on this. So born in '69, we are just coming. You know, we're we're like kind of on the tail end of civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're like kind of coming into. Um, so there, there's uh, a lot of what is perceived as unrest, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like, okay, no, we're setting it right. right. Like yeah, it was, it was a setting, right. it was getting it right. Exactly, adjusting, mm-hmm. like you're getting mm-hmm. it right. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other side of that was this, um, this sort of spiritual boon that was known as the Jesus Movement, mm-hmm. and um, the artists who were very connected to kind of a, that, uh, a part of that movement were Andre Crouch, mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Green, he was a white guy who, you know, did like this spiritual, like you know, kind of Christian contemporary, you know, movement or whatever the predecessor to like the Amy Grants mm-hmm. and the Leon Patillos and, and oh, that sort okay. of thing. So um, all of that was a part of my experience, my household growing up. Like we had all Andre Crouch um, music and, you know, church faithfully. Mm-hmm. But whereas for others, it was like only on Sunday because of um, my mother's own, you know, spiritual search in this whole Jesus movement. Like, what does it look like for us to be on the other side? Like, what is it what does it look like for us to to try to find rest? If you're not going to find rest, if the only hope you have is in Jesus return. Mm. Everything becomes about the eschatology. Like, okay, mm. like, you know, we live in our last days. Adele Givens has this really funny joke about her grandmother talking about we living in our last days, we live in our last days. And she used to be really afraid as a little girl, she'd be like, you know, go to her grandma, Grandma, can I ride my bike one more time? <laughs> I mean, so all right. of that was um a a part of uh, my experience. This mm. this whole uh, Jesus is coming back soon, and so get your life right, and and on and on. So that was what I marinated in as a child, mm. and then as I began to grow, um, I still had questions, but my questions shifted. It was no longer um, a, a, a fear of like Jesus coming back, or like when is Jesus coming back? But what does it look like to live um, honorably? And in the mystery, un- until that happens, mm. the music was very fascinating to me. Um, Andre Crouch saying, "It won't be long; soon we'll be leaving here." Um, uh, a change has come over me. His sister uh, Sandra saying, "A change has come over me." Okay, so what happens when you don't really feel this change? Mm. You still kind of connected to. What you been doing, right. you know, for yeah. for whatever reason. Um, there's a church on every corner. You're looking and you're like, okay, wait, things don't feel good. They don't feel safe. It drew me into um, asking deeper questions, asking better questions, and kind of looking, um, just looking around and just being 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 more curious. Mm-hmm. And so as, uh, as life has happened for me, um, so have the, you know, the, the myriad of questions. And I think it was Stephen King, though, after, after all of the searching and after all of the just sort of being aware of uh, of, of what you how you like you you're you're part of what you marinate in. Like, so I, so I cannot escape it. I don't, I don't want to escape it. But it was Stephen King who I think said it best when he was asked about his uh, his deep rooted 
his, his deep-rooted faith. He said, listen, I get that there's some people who, like, don't, you know, who question these different beliefs. He was like, but in truth, believing makes my life better. Mm-hmm. So for all of the questions that I can answer and for all of the ways that I know what I believe and why, at the end of the day, believing makes my life better. Uh, as do, you know, just, just the, the genuine searching and, and, and having a sense of how it started, you know, through no fault of my own. I would have loved to have had more lakeside in my household and <laughs> more earth, wind, and fire. But instead, I had Walter Hawkins. I had uh, Andre Crouch. I had uh, Richard, um, oh, I'm sitting there, uh, I think Love Alive was, was Walter Hawkins. Uh, Richard, oh, God, I cannot call Richard's last name. Um, he's saying angels. Richard Smallwood. Mm. Richard Smallwood. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, you know, that was what. Uh, and the stories that they told in their music. Right. right. Um, yeah, that, that was. That just helped to develop your foundation. It helped to develop my foundation. Mm-hmm. It also helped me to explore the fear that is pervasive mm-hmm. uh, in faith circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does it look like for you to really be changed and to be happy? And for me, um, the evidence of the, the change that Sandra Crouch was singing about is when I can terminate a 12-year love project and not be bound by um, shame mm-hmm. because it, you know, it ended. Uh, I'm grateful that it happened. Uh, I'm grateful that, you know, I was able to exercise wisdom uh, in, in leaving that because right. at some point, like, you know, one of us was going to be dead another one was going to be a felon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I <heard you> <laughs> It's a, it's a win-win on both sides. You know, I'm like, listen, everybody can live. <laughs> right. Everybody can live. The Lord right. is faithful. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think just um, recognizing that, you know, just the wisdom and being able to just tell the truth about, you know, where you are and what you feel. And um, and then open, like, you know, to loot my life and to share that wealth. Yeah. And then to curate these spaces where I can say, unlike other, you know, spaces where they're like, no, we want to make everybody happy and sing Christmas Carol. I can say because of where I've been and because of my deep-seated spirituality, like, no, 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 we're not all okay, and it's okay, it's okay. for us to not be okay. Right. And then, like, come on, let's uh, let's do some Billie Holiday and some Nina Simone, mm-hmm. and let's sip some dessert wine, yes, and yes. let's tell stories, yes. and uh, let's decide that there's some good things that are happening. We're going to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. And there's some stuff that we need to let go, and we, we choose to let go of it. That, that, that was so um, freeing, I would yeah. say, yeah. The, to yeah. be able to do that. Yeah. And, um, because I think people in this this time get they get caught up, mm. um, like I said, in the the, the the Christmas tradition, right? And uh, tradition of uh, okay, we gotta we gotta get these gifts. We gotta uh, we're gonna go to church real quick. We're gonna do this real quick. <laughs> we're gonna see Aunt Susie real quick. We got and everything so yeah. running around, yeah. and you know just to be able to. To go and relax and hear stories to that 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 penetrate your you yeah. know your soul yeah. is such a beautiful yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and not, and not everyone that was attending you know that attended Blue Christmas you know felt blue. I mean a lot right. of you know yeah. a lot of them just want to see me and right. they're like yo like Jesus Jazz and Dessert Wine like Faith and mm-hmm. Adult Storytelling like what's that about like, right. we, like I we came for the wine. <laughs> 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 you, you were second, but. The- <laughs> 
Listen, I know how to pull the people out. Right. I know how to get it out. Like, I am not mad. I am not mad. I had something for everybody. Everybody. Whatever they were doing. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. One way you can support Radio Phoenix is by becoming one of our sustaining donors. For your financial gift, sustainers receive discounts, savings, and other benefits provided by our sustainer program partners. And don't forget, your financial contribution is tax deductible. For more information or to sign up, call 602-254-6636 or go online to RadioPhoenix.org. Click on the Donate button on the top menu and we thank you for your generous support of Community Radio. That's the one and only Nina Simone, and I wish 
I knew how it would feel to be free here on the Alvin Galloway Show with the illustrious Alexis Rowan. <laughs> and uh, uh, we're having a good time here uh, yes. today. Yes, yes. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are some of your other projects you have coming up or going on? Yeah, so I am, I have a stage production. It's actually a multidisciplinary production um, infuses uh, dance, uh, drumming, and theater. It's called uh, Ancient of Ways for Colored Girls Who've Considered Ifa When Jesus Came Up Short. Hmm. It's a um, interfaith story. Uh, it's about a, a, a couple, an interfaith uh, love story. Uh, a sister who is a Christian uh, meets and falls for a brother who practices the African indigenous religion, um, Yoruba, uh, the Ifa Orisha tradition, mm. and sis is like, okay, you and I gonna be cool. We are not gonna be close if you don't do Jesus, mm. and they get very close. And so it's really the exploration of what does her faith mean for her? Like, who is she? What does she uh, really want? How does she show up in the world? And um, her love interest, Adiyemi, is thinking, okay, look, I'm your, like, look, it's me. Like, just come on, pour yourself into me and what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, But what does it mean for two people who are committed to what they believe? Like, how do they meld? Mm -hmm. uh, or can they? Right. And uh, so, but I'll, but uh, it, at the end of the day, it's it's, it's a dance production. Um, because at, um, at the root of it all, because of her love for Jesus, she's been told her whole life that she dances too spirited. Mm. And so she tries to pour herself into this you know, this hole that says this Combine, confining, right, this process. confining space that yeah. says, OK, don't. But it's this man who tells her, baby, there's liberty in dance mm -hmm. and who liberates her. But OK, so dancing for what into what? And at the end of the day, I think it's just dancing for joy. Mm -hmm. um, her the joy that she seeks is not um, in faith or relationships. It is simply the way your body moves when you hear particular beats and music right. and how it just it feels so good and it's just so accessible mm -hmm. but it's not just about her joy it's like she's liberating everybody so i, I don't want to give the whole story away right right but uh, so i did a reading this summer at the contemporary art museum in raleigh and i actually flew two of the um my my lead actors uh they they're here they're based here in in phoenix oh, okay. uh ism dark uh billy oh, ramsey okay. uh he, mm -hmm. he played adiyemi and um, Sunita Agent, uh, she's uh, you know phenomenal talent here in Phoenix as right, well, and so right. they they played the the lead actors, and uh, and I was able to fill in all of the the back characters in in the Raleigh Durham area. Nice. So nice. yeah, there's so there's so much amazing talent here yes. in in Phoenix, and you know how to find them. I absolutely, I do, <laughs> I do, I do. Listen, I am a talent magnet. Yeah, you, have that, you know that. You, you, you have know that, that. divining rod. It's like. Oh, <laughs> You know firsthand. Yeah, yes, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. Yes, and, I'm excited and, about that. And when is that? So yeah, so I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm writing grants uh, because this is this is a huge production, mm. and the intentions are to uh, stage it around North Carolina, but to do this thing called creative placemaking. Mm -hmm. So with the pandemic, the gift of the pandemic has been that we've been forced to figure out ways 
to gather safely, mm-hmm. uh, but to also use creative green space. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I, that's that's what I've been been looking into. And this piece, it, it just feels so big. It's like it, it's a drumming piece. So I have an HBCU drum line oh, right. that's a part of it, but uh, there's also a ton of African drumming mm-hmm. that's in it. And it just feels like it's supposed to be outside. And so I have located uh, like different venues that um, that want to host the production. And uh, now I am hunting the funds and putting together some creative um, sponsor, good. you know, sponsor opportunities. So good, yeah, good. yeah. When it comes, I definitely want to check it out. When I'm it telling you, yeah. it like the uh, every time I did a, even just a snippet of a reading, mm-hmm. the audience just went nuts to what just the little bit that they heard. Right. And then when I did the full read of the like the entire um, script, um, they were like, "Oh my God! Like when is this going up?" And so I'm like, okay, look, I need for y'all listen. It it takes money, right, you know, right. to you know to to put this up. And so I've been talking with some folks, and yeah, yeah, we're, we're putting some, some more to come. Okay, absolutely All more right. to come. Well, send me yeah. some information. Maybe I can throw out some yeah to two folks. Maybe they can rub some nickels together. Absolutely, so. listen, yeah. two nickels, two nickels. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody rubs some good nipples. Yeah, it, I mean, but it's it's a worthy investment though. Mm-hmm. Like the conversation that we're having in this piece, and there seems to be a lot of really good conversation about black joy, mm. and um, and particularly for black women. Uh, too often we have been expected to pour ourselves into other people's dreams and to make, you know, our talents, our gifts, our energy, you know, to to. Um, to use it in service to others. Right. right. And uh, what I love about this piece and the conversation that we're having in it is I get to take like a multi-generation, a multi-generational approach mm-hmm. to all of these characters. And you get to see what it looks like when you've poured yourself into something that does not fit. Mm-hmm. And now this main character who is at the start of her adulthood, what will she do? Mm-hmm. Will she take the clues <laughs> that these others have shown her like okay look this is what you headed for uh or will she find liberty and being able to state this is what feels right to me that's mm-hmm. really all i want her to get to mm-hmm. is to say this feels right to me but the journey she takes to getting there is beautiful oh, it is nice. layered it is comical it is it's intense. It's all, it's all the things. I'm excited. You already know. Uh, hey, you already I mean, know. The Queen yes. General Drill Sergeant. Yes. How'd you down? The likely dominant. You already know. <laughs> you already know. It's going to be great. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that, when you're mentioning the, the clues uh, that make her feel, you know, what, what is right. And, yeah. And, yeah. And sometimes we, uh, we over overlook those clues absolutely yeah and yeah. it's and, and and we go off into another tangent yeah, and everything yeah, until yeah. you know some tries to pull us back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh it, it's a challenge to i would say to recognize those clues and i, I think you, i think when folks kind of meditate more and yeah stuff like yeah that. i think what it is it's the um we have been taught to distrust um, the our, our own intuition. Mm-hmm. Audre Lorde, poet and prophet, I love her. She says that um, one of the ways to get a people to testify against themselves, to basically do what what you want them to do, is for is not through like like heavy oppressive policing tactics. Mm-hmm. She says that what you do is you build into the person a distrust of anything 
that has not been vetted externally. Mm. So that means that we feel something, we think something, and it's the right move. It's it's spirit. It's 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 the sovereign God who is like leading us. But if it has not been externally vetted, then we dismiss it. Mm -hmm. She said, that's how you control a people. That's how you get them to testify what's against them. Mm -hmm. And so what I love about what my main character Denise is doing in this this production is she is learning to listen to her life Mm -hmm. and to hear all of the external voices say, no, not that way, da-da-da, no, you know. Mm -hmm. And she's Mm -hmm. like, wait, this feels right to me. Right. That's your liberty. Yeah. That's your liberty is trusting that like what you, that that little mm-hmm. small voice. Yeah. And and that that small voice doesn't guarantee it's going to be easy. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. No. But and the that's other not, way is it's harder. It is it's, it's oppressive. That <laughs> right. other way it, is limited. It's mm-hmm. oppressive. Mm-hmm. It uh it robs us. Right. It robs us robs us of time of energy mm-hmm. of the verb it is keeping us from our verbs. Right, like right. we're that 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 still small voice is leading us into the deeper truths, into our bliss, into those things that we can't. We don't even know that it's available to right, us. Right. But if you trust it, you know. Yes, I mean, all well, all of life is hard. Yes. So I just yeah. you know I don't I I think that it's a it's um, empire is all the time trying to tell us like it's this is easy. But none of it is easy. So if none of it is easy, you may as well gamble on yourself. Go with your bliss. Listen Amen. to your life. Yes. Um, there is something bigger. And it's not even just about you. Like it's, you know, it's about everyone around you who's going to be affected positively mm-hmm. because you've chosen, you know. To, yeah, I, yeah. I think one example of that is uh, our good friend Ghazi. Yes! Oh my goodness! I'm going when I'm um, when I drive back when I head back east. Mm-hmm. I'm stopping off at uh, Kayane's uh, Sunset Ranch. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'll, I'll be stopping there. Ooh, yeah, I got to get down there. That's amazing. Oh, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like you just stop making excuses. And um, I had I featured him actually on Jesus Jazz and Dessert Wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, he blessed so many people when he just he, t- mm-hmm. he told the story going to meet the minister, <laughs> but he um. During the Q and A, like because you know I, everyone tells a story individually, and then I do a Q and A with them. Mm-hmm. And so during the Q and A part, he he talked about uh, him and his wife um, Cheyenne having um, uh, like when uh, they they had a baby baby girl, mm-hmm. and uh, she was born um, she was still born. Right. And um, and he he tells this beautiful story about. Uh, how his wife had had a vision years ago about having a baby girl, which is like she knew the name, she you know all of this, and 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 now she's holding, you know this this stillborn baby. He says she held it for six six, six hours mm. and cried, and and the nurses just let her you know hold a baby and cry whatever. But Gazi said that um, they had a choice to either continue to mourn or to uh, to move on and to give like legacy. To this moment, mm-hmm. and uh, he said that the the ranch was named after uh, Kayane. Mm-hmm. Um, they was like like she was uh, you know even though she was born uh, she was still born, uh, and we grieve, uh, but from that experience something else was still born. Right, like right. just the yeah. the way and the way he told it was like so yeah. much more poetic. Yes, um, 
but they have like the 12 you know streams of income he says and so it's you know just all of these different things but that's what it looks like i you mm-hmm. know and to think that somebody you, you know how like rough that brother had it. right like, you know right, yeah and what you mean you got a farm <laughs> like what's <you're> like <laughs> He under, he's listen, he listened to his life. Yes, he listened. Yes. He listened. He didn't listen to his history. Mm-hmm. He didn't listen to what other people say. Someone exactly. He didn't yeah. listen to that. He listened mm-hmm. to his life. Yeah, he listened to his life, and that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't listen to, to your like history. Him. I'm telling you, I am telling you, <laughs> they are they are they're killing the game. Yeah, and I told absolutely. him like he's invited me to um to come and just kind of see what kind of programming I want to mm. do. And I told him I was like I want to come in and feel the the spirit and the energy of the space. Yeah, I was like so I want to see like what what it will accommodate because I got a ton of ideas. I know you do, but I. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. I know Y'all you do. Know. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I tell you, it's been such a pleasure to have you here. Likewise. And, uh, this, Likewise. Oh, I just thank God that that, that brief step in the coffee shop. <laughs> Providential. And oh, we didn't plan man. any of it, it but here we are. Yes, here yes, we yes. Are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it reminds me of what you're talking about um, when you went to was it Boston and the, uh, the nun. Oh, oh yeah, yes, so yeah, yes. so yeah, so yeah, so I um I didn't go to Boston. It was a uh, um my book, Secret Shame. So, I right, had, right. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. the woman who I'd never met, Terry, mm-hmm. she was doing that culture club yeah. and uh had met man picked my my book, Secret Shame, as one of the books that she wanted this group of, you know, you know, privileged, you know, uh girls from this boarding school mm-hmm. in Massachusetts. Um, and the head nun was like, absolutely not, absolutely mm-hmm. not, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And then Terry ends up giving up her job. And then the girls ordered the book anyway, like, okay, what's going on with this? This is like mm-hmm. 2005. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? And then she ends up being reassigned because the book that I wrote specifically for reluctant reading teens and preteens, mm-hmm. I wrote it to pull them into the reading family. I did not know that the book would also um, be a liberating tool for a group of um, boarding school girls who were being molested by the, the mm. head nun, mm. and they—that mm. was the—that's what the book was about. Yeah. Little girl who's being uh, molested and paid to keep quiet. I didn't have a vision for them, but you tell the story and then you release it, and then you let it go and do what it's gonna. Mm. And let it track what it. Absolutely, yeah. let it let it do what it's gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It 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 you know it's it's out there moving. I'm I'm. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm living my verb. Yes. I'm living my yes. verb. So yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. keep on living. Yeah. Keep on verbing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anytime you want to come back. Absolutely. Like, long Thank distance you. or yes. in person. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Phoenix. I'm. You know. I'm gonna have to. To well. You know. Like I said. I'm. I'm putting that other production on. I mm-hmm. have so many things going on in Raleigh, right now. But it's been nice to. You know. To come back into and yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. I got to go back, go back home and hit it. Right, right. Well, uh, have a safe trip back Thank home. Thank you. And you know, always be in the prayers Thank and you. Uh, checking in. Yeah. I got, I got to be as good as uh, my twin, uh, uh, Neil Lester. I know, Doctor Lester. I love you, Doctor Lester. <laughs> See, I need you to be more like Doctor Lester. I do. I need to be more. <laughs> Because he keeps up with it. He keeps up with it. And I was like, oh, man, I feel so guilty. You should. Yes, you should. <laughs> no, no, you know. I know you got love for me. Absolutely. I know you got love for Absolutely. me. So. Absolutely. So this is the Alvin Galloway Show. Uh, well, how about a uh, song you want us to go out on? 
You know what? I'm gonna let you. You call it. You have you you mm. pulled. Uh, Nina Simone is the uh, patron saint for mm. Jesus Jazz and Dessert Wine. So, uh, oh, her work song is that work song up? Can you pull that one up, Nina Simone? Breaking rocks out here on the chain. Breaking rocks and serving my time. Breaking rocks out here on the chain. Cause I've been convicted of crime. I hold it steady right there while I hear it. Well, I reckon that ought to get it working. Uh-huh, I'm working. But it's still got so heavy far to go. I committed crime, Lord, I need Crime of being hungry and poor I left the grocery store man breathing When he caught me robbing his store Hold it steady right there while I hit it Well, I reckon that ought to get it Been working, I'm working But I still got so heavy far to go Nina Simone, the work song here on the Alvin Galloway Show. Uh, as I always say, today's a great day to make somebody's day great. Be blessed. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed, yes. Living every moment, no regrets. Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, yes. Waking up, thanking God. Every day is feeling just like Sunday. Wifey fly. By my side, green light, everything is going my way. Riding clean, living dreams. Just left the barber and I'm feeling like Midas. Heard him say, give him praise. What's in the water got you acting like this? In a day gone by that I don't try to thank the Lord up above. And if you wonder why I'm loving life, come close and I tell you what's up. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed, yes Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh Yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, yes Ask me how I'm doing, I'm blessed, yes 
living every moment, no regrets. Smile up on my face, I'm like, whoa, yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, yes. Playing cards, laughing hard, barbecuing, waking up the whole block. Music loud, turning out, little kids are breaking out the bus stop. Life is good, really good, and every moment, no, I can't forget. I gotta say, I won't change You're the reason that I am like this In a day go by That I don't try To thank the Lord up above And if you wonder why I'm loving life Come close and I'll tell you what's up Ask me how I'm doing I'm blessed, yes Living every moment, no regrets Smile up on my face I'm like, oh, yes I'm blessed, yes I'm blessed, yes Ask me how I'm doing Blessed, yes, living every moment, no regrets. Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed, yes, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, 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 I'm blessed. If you got a roof over your head, bringing home the bread, got your Charlie Wilson, I'm blessed here on the Alvin Galloway Show. Definitely blessed. Every time you wake up and you're in your right mind, your left mind, any mind, and you know that you have a mind, you are blessed. Thank you for listening to the Alvin Galloway Show podcast. We hope you like our show. And if you do, we hope that you will show your support by sharing our podcast with others and also supporting us monetarily. No donation is too small. We thank you again, and we'll see you on the next show.